Hello everyone, I am Dr. B and the founder of Beyond the Walls Outreach Ministries here with an encouraging word for you today. Hello everyone, I am Dr. B and I am here with an encouraging word for you today from Beyond the Walls Outreach Ministries. Now be sure to tell a family member, tell a friend, tell somebody that we are on every week sharing from the word of God because the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God will stand forever. And I for one want to be found standing on the word of God. This month at Beyond the Walls, we are focusing on the family and what better time to focus on the family than now since many of us are quarantined with our family members and uh, we have been called to the carpet to deal with our own words. Many of us, of course, have promised that we're going to spend time with our family and here we have plenty of time to spend. So this is a great time to really dig into the word of God and to see what his original intention for the family was, being it's so that he is the designer of the family. Now, last week, we happen to look at the beginning or the origins of the family uh, as God said it should be in his word way back in Genesis. We looked at his original intention, what we have morphed into since that time and where the whole purpose of getting back to being fruitful and having dominion uh, where it really lies. And we found and firmly established last week that that all lies in each of us as an individual. It's up to each of us to connect or reconnect to the vine. And guess who that vine is? According to the scripture, that vine is Jesus Christ. Now, since we concluded our last session on the vine and on Jesus Christ, we're going to begin this week's session with the words of Jesus as they are recorded in the book of Matthew chapter 12. The book of Matthew chapter 12. Now, here in the 12th chapter, Jesus begins a teaching on the Sabbath and how it should be approached. And as he often did, he being the greatest teacher of all time, he is paradigm shifting their legalistic adherence to the law. Now, in this case, the lesson is that the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath, which Jesus just so happens to prove when his disciples pick corn from a field on the Sabbath. And when Jesus heals a man with a withered hand on the Sabbath, and when he continues to go forth healing the deaf and the dumb and demon possessed all on the Sabbath day. Now, you know, that made the leaders of that time extremely upset. And while in the middle of his discourse with the Pharisees who were trying to trip him up on what should be done on the Sabbath, uh, Jesus encounters another issue. His mom and his brothers show up. Mm -hmm. The Bible says in that 12th chapter, uh, right about verse 46 in the book of Matthew, says, while he yet talked to the people, behold, his mother and his brethren stood without, desiring to speak to him. Then one said unto him, behold, thy mother and thy brethren stand without, desiring to speak with thee. But he answered, verse 48, and said unto him that told him, who is my mother. Come on, Jesus. And who are my brethren? And he stretched forth his hand towards the disciples and said, behold, my mother and my brethren. 
Seems real confusing, huh? Verse 50, for whosoever should do the will of my father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. Uh oh, Jesus changed the game again. In one day, he had challenged the Sabbath and then turned around and challenged the idea of family. Jesus expands his family past the idea of genetics or biological family to include all those who do God's will. That's the first time that had, that had ever been said. It's monumental. It's a paradigm shift. It's a shift away from legalism to grace. Jesus opens the door for others to be considered his family past the Old Testament declaration and teachings of the just Jews being God's people. Mm -hmm. It goes past God just saying, these Israelites are my people. Jesus cracked open a space just large enough for us to peek in to what his death, burial, and resurrection would bring. Coming would be a chance for the whosoevers, that, that'd be me, the whosoevers to become a part of the family of God. Now, how exciting is that? Coming down the road was the new covenant, the New Testament, the principle that there is neither Jew nor Greek. This is in Galatians, Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor free. There's neither male nor female for ye all are one in Christ Jesus. He cracked open a space large enough for us to see what was coming down the road. And if ye be Christ's, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promises. Jesus was getting ready to make some people mad because the Jews considered them themselves and had been up to that point, the elite. Here Jesus was shifting the whole idea of biological connection through Abraham to let the whosoever's in. Now, because Jesus had come, relationships, y'all, were getting ready to change. Jesus was challenging them. What makes us kin was now going to expand past the families that we were born into to now include people of different nations, people of different tribes, people of different tongues, people of different colors, people of different financial classes, males and females. Jesus gave us a sneak peek into what he considered family in this 12th chapter of Matthew. So here we are now in the year 2020. What determines family for us? Now, if you're anything like me, family includes friends who have become family, my godparents and my uh, god sisters and brothers, and even more still, brothers and sisters in Christ. And my brothers and sisters in Christ are present all over the world. I have a big family. I don't know about you. I, I have a huge family because I have relatives all over the world because of Christ. Some members I haven't even met before. Some I probably never will meet, but it doesn't negate the fact that we're all family. We are one body in Christ. And each member in that body has different gifts. But we are all unified by one spirit. And that spirit is the very spirit of the living God, all of which uh, have different operations 
but we are unified in the Lord Jesus Christ. First Corinthians 12, right about verse 12, we begin talking about that. It says, therefore, as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that body, being many, are still one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit, we are all baptized into one body, whether we be, listen to this, Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free and have been made all to drink in one spirit, the spirit of the living God. For the body is not one member, but many. If the foot shall say, love this part. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not the body. <laughs> is it therefore not the body? And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, if all of me was one big eye, first of all, that would not be cute. But if all of me was an eye, then where would be the hearing? Because my eyes are designed to see. My ears are designed to hear. If the whole were hearing, then where were, would the smelling be? If all of my body was one big ear or a lot of ears, then how would I then be able to smell? Mm -hmm. But now hath God set the members, every one of them, he did it, in the body as it has pleased him. And then each member, y'all, is important. Each member serves God's purpose when positioned correctly. We are his family. We're not qualified because we are Jews or Gentiles or Greek or black or white or Hispanic or Asian. We are not family because we have a lot of wealth or we have amassed uh, just none at all. We, we do not certify as his family because we have the same last names or because of who our forefathers were or what business or organization we are a part of, what college we went to, how many degrees we have. The only one who unites us as family is Jesus, the son of the living God by the spirit of God. So I'm going to ask you today, as they ask Jesus in the 12th chapter of Matthew, who is your mother? And who are your siblings? And who is your father spiritually if we would answer like christ did your mother and your brethren are those who do the will of god so i challenge you all week long to expand the parameters of your view as to what family is challenge your own paradigm you may find that your family is a whole lot bigger than you thought it was. Now, until next time, this is Dr. B from Beyond the Walls Outreach Ministries challenging you to show the love of God by showing your love for others.